Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Bigarito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I'll be joined shortly alongside Rich Van Zandt, as tonight we have uh, one of the few moments, it seems like it happens now every uh, few years rather than every year, where we actually do the pregame for a Monday night football uh, game. And that's, uh, I, I guess it's something that, you know, you get excited about to a certain degree, but because there hasn't been uh, a Monday night football game for the Dolphins in a while, I believe the last one maybe the uh, the Giants. I'm not exactly sure, um, but uh, you know, it, it it seems like you know the Dolphins obviously have done enough to get onto national TV. But we've talked about in the in the previous weeks how bad the Dolphins have been uh, when they're uh, playing in front of a national audience. So. We'll see how that goes. Miami Dolphins, of course, on uh, uh, another losing skid, and uh, they look to correct that as the Miami Dolphins record now, 4-4, four and four, they're at 500, and this is the pivotal game, which is either going to keep you above 500 or uh, you know sink you below. And, uh, you know, it seems like the Dolphins, uh, who were, you know, 4-2 uh, and two at one point, are, are certainly going in the wrong direction now. We've went over the Jay Cutler injury, the Jay Ajayi trade, uh, which team is going to show up? You know, is it going to be the team that was shut out so many times, or the team that should have won the Raider game but found multiple ways to lose it last week? And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, I think that the, the Dolphins right now, when you look at them uh, as a whole, come on two different levels. Now, I think even the people that are the optimistic Miami Dolphin fans who you know look to rebound uh, or, or add to what they did last year. Even they have to look at the division now and with the New England Patriots playing at such a high level, almost have to concede that you know, once again you're almost playing for second place as the New England Patriots not only win again last night in Denver, but look dominant. They're at 7-2 and two right now, so you're already two games behind them. Albeit you haven't played them yet, and I'll, I'll give you that, but uh, you know, without something drastic happening to the New England Patriots team, they look like they're as strong as ever and ready to make another run uh, at, at a Super Bowl title. Um, and when you look at that 7-2 and two record, you almost get a feeling that, you know, you double that to, to, to uh, what would be equivalent. Let, let's say they, they didn't lose that other game. So let's just say 12-4 and four, if they were almost to double that. I get the feeling that they played worse in the beginning, that they might even be better than that. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. The rest of the AFC East uh, losing yesterday. And so, uh, like I said, it kind of gives you the impression that this is all for second place and below. And, uh, you know, they're playing a, a good team in, in Carolina today. Uh, but, you know, they seem to 
they seem to respond to better teams sometimes. Uh, they've laid eggs against more inferior teams. Uh, Nine-point-plus underdogs, I believe, going into this game. So, you know, I, I think that they, they respond and play well. I'm not saying they're going to get a victory here, but uh, they seem to step up for, you know, certain uh, better teams. But I know that uh, my counterpart here uh, he has a very different opinion. So without further ado... Let's bring in Rich to the show. Rich, nine-plus point underdogs. I know what your feeling is on this, um, but we get to do a pregame well, for a Monday Night Football knows. game. They haven't lost since the last show we had, so, you know, can't yeah, talk see, about that. As usual, your good news just doesn't seem to ring true to good. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I always cringe when I hear you say the word good in news. <laughs> it just never seems to pan out right. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, okay, so we'll, we'll take that. They haven't lost since the last time we've done a show. That's correct. And we do the pregame today. Um, which, like I was saying, which you know, we, we we do pregame shows occasionally. It seems like it's gotten fewer and fewer, but you know, now we get to do a Monday night pregame show, which is very different than you know than the postgame. Uh, but I, I don't sense you know necessarily the excitement from you <laughs> on this. Uh, although I do think no, that. The, the, it wasn't yeah. like I was waiting for the Bears game at '85. You know, it no, wasn't anything no. like that today. <laughs> No, I, well, I agree. I mean, I, I, it's obviously a different feel. But, you know, uh, I, I think that they will play better than you seem to think they will. I mean, you, you got the line, and you, you kind of thought that that's just, you know, equivalent to the chances they have. You know, yeah, it looks that way to me. I mean, you know, they haven't proven to me that they can show up on national TV on the road without laying an egg. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, it, you know, look, I think that four and two mark was a definite mirage. You know, I, I think that was probably the worst four and two team in the history of the National Football League. You know, yeah, and, and most of the shows, that's what I had basically uh, harped on. You know, I, in all yeah. honesty, I mean, that's what I was basically saying yeah. for how many weeks, right? And I, and I still believe that. I mean, the four and two record really did not symbolize. The, the struggles that this team has had and the way that they've played. So now you're, you know, you've kind of evened it out now, and we're going to start from scratch again. Uh, and is this a team that's, you know, basically going to continue to slide, or will they get it together and stay in a winning record? You know, that's the question. I don't know. I don't see how you're going to fix any kind of flaws since the last time we've seen them play. I mean, they're still going to have the same issues. Oh, wait, they got McDonald and that guy, the lineman back today, right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's actually – but wait, I mean, there's a couple a couple big parts to that. Okay, they, they did get McDonald back, who can play football, uh, but, you know, he – Yeah, I'm not saying it is. But, you know, okay, so we have a great – two good safeties now. What is that going to do? Oh, no. Is that going to change anything? Maybe not. But you have to admit that the offense played much better last week against the Raiders. I'm not saying it was great by any stretch, but well, let me see. Jake Cutler played much better than he had played. You know, over 300 yards and the best. I think it was the best completion yeah, a lot percentage. Yeah, a lot of that was that last garbage touchdown yeah. drive too. You know. Yeah. You well, know, don't don't uh, kid yourself. Best completion percentage he's had in his career. So yeah. I mean, you know, it was the he's best game he's played this year. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Well, I know, but you know, he's been lousy all year, so of course that's. Yeah. Yes, I agreed. Um, but you know, my I guess my point is, what's going to change? Well, if they have that kind of offense, and they can, the defense seems to have been struggling as of late. You know, this is my oh, point. Yeah. So, 
you know, maybe <laughs> maybe get yeah, the morale is not high in the defense either. They probably think that they gotta they gotta throw a shutout to have a shot. You know, they they probably think they have to play a plus to win. So I'm sure their well, attitude's pretty pretty poor too. You know, when, when your when your offense punts and punts and punts and punts, you know, they don't score in the first half, right? Yes, I, the you offense know, it's has yeah, offense has been dismal, but let's not make them out to be the 2,000 Ravens or whatever I'm not it was. They I mean, are, but it's still got to it's still got to wear you out after a while. You know? It does to a degree, but I, in all honesty, the defense really has not played well the last two, three weeks, and and the fact that they've been run all over, especially up the middle, uh, causes concern. And I do think there is some dissension, uh, you know, That's within this about. team. I think that, I think that uh, you know I think he's starting to lose the team. Well, hey, look, yeah, we're on the we're on the verge of being out in the playoffs. I mean, we we both agreed that they would have to win ten games, right? So that means a six and two record. Yes. Right. Last yeah, I agree games. with that. So you better you better win tonight, and you better win against the Bucks next week because you don't win those two, you're not pulling out six wins out of the last eight. You know. Well, uh, you know, we've said that many years, and they seem to always do that when you don't think they yeah, will. Look at the schedule. But, yeah, well, th- well, these are the tough games of the schedule, though. So it's not like you're playing easy teams. I mean, these well, are, these well, are the, the tough games. The next two aren't as tough as the rest of them. You got the Patriots well, twice, the Bills twice. You know. Okay, well, but you, you know, if you consider the Chiefs, the Chiefs in Kansas City on, on Christmas Eve, that's a treat. Well, yes, I mean, I would, I would agree with that. You know, on paper, but so let's not forget now. Yeah, but you know, if if you if you look at the schedule, I mean, you're going to say you're playing you're saying that playing the Panthers and the Buccaneers is that much easier than playing the Broncos or the Bills? I don't think I buy that. Especially not when you're going on Monday Night Football to Carolina. Well, Tampa Bay next week, probably no Winston again. You're going to hear Fitzpatrick. You know, yeah. they're in their own they're in a lot of they're a big mess too. So it's not like, you know, it's not like that's a formidable yeah, team. I mean, I'm not saying we're mess. great either. But, of course, but, but compared to the Chiefs, the Patriots, and the Bills, who we always play lousy against, that's scary. Yeah, but did they just have a big win yesterday? Against the Jets. Yeah. No, I understand the same Jets. Jets that... No, the Bucks lost to the Jets yesterday. Oh, no, the, the Bucks I... won. They, yeah, they beat the Jets. Big deal. So, uh, where am I? I feel like I'm in the twilight zone with you tonight. Of course they lost the Jets. Both teams yeah, the in the Jets division lost. The, Jets lost yes. to the Bucks. yeah. Yes. Jets, they beat the Jets, big deal. Yeah, the same Jet team that pretty much shut us out the first time around. And then, yeah, uh, you, know, you, don't think, you don't think the Chiefs and the, and the, and the Patriots are tougher than the rest of the, the schedule coming up? All right, listen, I'm not going to sit here and argue that, that, that it's, like, so much greater. You're a Dolphin guy. I'm a Dolphin guy for years. We both know how they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, we know that. They don't play that team well. You know I that. I got you, but well, so, are you going to so, tell me that the, to play in the Patriots? I lost you. I, I lost you there. Yeah, uh, but let me – I think I know where you're going. And – you know, I, I can honestly say no. I'm not saying that playing the Buccaneers is any, you know, is going to be harder than playing the Patriots. I'm not. But I'm also saying it's probably not going to be that much easier than playing the Denver Broncos right now, especially in Miami. And the Bills is the Bills. 
right? And the Chiefs are on a three-game skid. You don't know what you're going to get when you finally get around to them, which is going to be a while. But I'm just saying, I don't think these two games, the Panthers and the Buccaneers, is the easy part of the schedule, I guess is where I'm coming from. I don't think you have much of an easy part the remainder. No, but it's easier than those ones I mentioned. Then what? It's not easier than, yes, it's easier than the Patriots, although you yeah. do know the Patriots, you seem to lose. It's easier than the Patriots, but I don't think it's easier well, than you, the Broncos. I gave you the three tough ones. Patriots, Patriots, Chiefs. And, you know, and the Broncos, I mean, you know, that's no bargain either. You know that. Their defense looks like crap, but when they play us, they're going to look great probably. You know that. I would say that the Buccaneers and the Broncos game, both in Miami, are probably equal planed. And I think that the Panthers game tonight is more difficult than those two games. I don't think I'm going out on a limb with that. Don't think too hard. I don't think it's going out on a limb to say that. No, no, you're probably right. You know, but, but on the, the road but, Monday night. Yeah, yeah, I, I got you. But, but again, I don't think that. I think you've used up all your gimmies this season, and mostly by losses and big losses. How about that? Yeah. Right. It seems like this team plays much worse on the lousy teams. They seem to play much better on good teams. But you know, what you're missing is we're one of the lousy teams. Yeah, to a degree. I mean, but the league is what it is. Like, if I would have given you that schedule, you're not telling me you think you would have beat the Falcons? I mean, they beat the Falcons. They beat the Titans, right? Those teams are better than, you know, the teams they lost to by far. Yeah, so, well, yeah you know, look, the, Falcons, the Falcons, I think, was their best game of the year. The, the, the Titans game, you got to put an asterisk on it because of Castle. Yeah, well, you're probably going to get some more asterisks in Mar- these games. I don't think we're beating Mariota if he plays that game. I really don't. That's fine, but you're probably going to get some other asterisks as you go along. I mean, yeah, Winston, you're probably you, right. just said, you just said Winston's probably going to be out again. So, yeah. you know, but, you know, so you're going to have that. Fitzpatrick, you don't know what you're going to get with that guy, though. You just don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes he seems to have a day, and then sometimes he looks like Ryan Fitzpatrick. So you don't know there. Um, and then you know, and then it is what it is as far as going down the line. They're not. There's no real guinea. So to say that you're going to have two more losses the whole year is a tough feat. You're not going to do that unless you're playing good football. I don't know how yep. they were four and two the way they played. I don't. I, I, because they didn't deserve to be four and two. No, and they now they're four and four. You know, and if they don't watch out, they're going to be four and six. So, um, but I'm one who doesn't believe they are. I think somehow they're going to, you know, be able to win, you know, at least one of these next two games. But, uh, you know, getting back to tonight, this is a game where you're going into hostile territory on on a Monday night. But I've seen Carolina, you know, be electric and not show up. So uh, it's going to depend on, I think, the defense more so than the offense, and I know you might say, well, how do you say that, the way the offense has struggled and, and all that? I guess my point is that I think that if they can control, you know, Cam Newton's and, and the weapons that they have, they'll have, you know, they'll be able to keep this game, I guess, within reach. And, uh, the, you know, the offense, I think, will score some points. Uh, but, you know, uh, how much and will they come out with a victory? That, that's the ultimate question. I think they're going to play better than you do. But I'm not saying they're going to get a victory here. That's just going to be one that we're going to have to really wait and see. Yeah, I'm just hoping it's not, you know, it's not settled at halftime. They don't get blown out. Cause I can but see you kind of think it is. But you kind of think it is, right? 
You think yeah, there's a good chance of that? I, I think it could be done by halftime. Yeah, I think there could be, could be a possibility of this. You know, you're going to know right away. You'll know in the first quarter what's, what team showed up. But getting back to my original point, regardless of what happens here, aren't you getting the feeling now that this is basically the Patriots division again and that you're playing for second place at best, even I if you're like the most optimistic Dolphins fan? Yeah, I felt like that three weeks ago. You know, I saw I saw the writing on the wall. I felt like they had the chance to lose four games early. They squeaked them out, and I'm like, here we go again. You know, that's why I was so yeah. aggravated when they squeaked out those dumb games. You know. Oh, absolutely, and I think you were 100 percent on the money there because those games that they squeaked out that nobody will even remember are yep. absolutely you're going to look back at them and be like, wow. You know, they could be yeah, they right now. Up, they, could. They, pick up a, they pick up the tight end, Bennett, that wants to retire. They pick him up. He says he wants to retire. They pick him up. He plays yesterday, has three big catches. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I know. But when you got that machine running and you win like that, people want to come to you. They want to play for practically nothing and then go on their yeah. way after they get a ring. You know, we've seen it happen so many times, yeah. you know. And Gronkowski, for anybody who watched that game yesterday, I mean, Gronkowski, it doesn't you know, always was seem form. Like when they play, they play their rivalries like Denver. Like Denver's always like, you know, their quarterback's hurt, they're playing, somebody shouldn't be playing. They always catch them at the worst times for the other team. It's so right? true. It seems like every time they have that rematch or a team that they want to get, yeah. they always play them, and it always does seem like they're disadvantaged and they're missing players and just always seems to be that way. And it's almost come down to now where you have to root for the same teams that you really can't stand to somehow make a stand and, and beat the Patriots so they don't win another Super Bowl every year. It really comes well, down to that. It's, it's looking like two home games in the Super Bowl again, right? Well, Pitt, That's what Pittsburgh, it's like. Pittsburgh's certainly showing like they're going to make another – you know, run to try to prevent that. But, yeah, that's exactly how it's looking. They look like crap yesterday. I mean, they pulled out a victory, but they didn't look good at all. They look terrible. They they look very bad in that game. You're right. They got the W but did not look good doing it. The Kansas City Chiefs, who looked like they were the best team in the AFC, and this might finally be the year for for Reed and Smith to do something, uh, are on a a major slide right now. What, they lose three in a row? So, you know, You know, that that would be contingent on having to go into Arrowhead or whatever that stadium is called at this point. I don't even know. But um Yeah, the Raiders, you know, everybody's preseason darling stinks. You know, they're not yeah. any good. You know? They're like really yeah, there's yeah. it's it's really Pittsburgh and Kansas City are the only two teams that can beat this team, right? It seems and like I'm that. not confident either way. Yeah, I agree. And and depending on where it's played has a major part to do with that and I'm not confident in either of them. You know either. where it's gonna be played. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Who are you kidding? You know where well, it's going to be played. I know where it's going to be played. You know. Well, if that's the case, then you know it, it, it's a pretty grim future I'm seeing for the rest of this season yeah. and and you know whatever NFC teams there. But we're we're jumping ahead and you know we'll see what happens. But the most important thing here is the Dolphins have to get themselves on track and start playing some solid football because the. The first part of this season has not been there, and this is the first game in the second half of this season. So we'll see how it goes. Take a quick break and start to break it down right after this. Second and nine and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Flyer on the catch. Dan Marino has now thrown for more yards than anyone else in the history 
of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Dolphins Legends show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zandt, broadcasting live. Uh, just a reminder, you catch us on iTunes. Just uh, go to iTunes, search Pat Catello show, and you can uh, subscribe and uh, have us delivered right to your phone uh, every week. And you can also get back episodes. And uh, You can always reach out to us for any questions, comments, what have you, at uh, Pacatello show at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll try to get back to you and get on the air. All right, so, Rich, you know, we've talked about this game tonight, and, and, you know, I still think we're at a point where you just don't know what Dolphin team you're going to get. You said you'll see it pretty early on, and I I would kind of agree with that. You'll know what team showed up. Um, Yeah, I mean. You know, if Adam Gase is listening, can you do me one favor? Can the first play from scrimmage not be a run up the middle for no gain or or a loss of two? It's almost like you can call call the first three plays. You really can you can oh, call the first goodness. two plays, and then you can call the third down and six that's thrown four yards 
and uh, caught for no gain or dropped. You know, you can almost see the the, the events. We've seen it so many times. So, you know, there's or, 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 yeah, or the uh, the wide receiver screen to Landry, that where he he he'll, yeah. he'll uh, circle back and lose four. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that's always a treat too. You know, it is. Did it, you just take that out of the freaking pen playbook, guys? I mean, really frustrating. I mean, yeah. Certainly frustrating. I, I agree. I mean, you, you know what's coming. They know what's coming, too, meaning the opposing team. And, uh, they must laugh. You know, when, when, when I can imagine, like, a good defense looking at our offense on film. They, they, must, have, they must be laughing. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, well, yeah, I, 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 I know what you mean. And is there a team that is worse gaining yardage after the catch than the Miami Dolphins receivers? No. First of all, they never get hit in stride. Every time, like you know, and this has been going on for eight years. We, we have we, we just like we have a pattern. They turn around and they throw the ball when they're stopped and they're waiting for it. No one gets yeah. hit in stride. No, no, they don't. So they have and, to uh, like they catch the ball and they're stopped and then they have to run from a stop position. It's ridiculous. It's true. I mean, it, it, it's. And it's not just this year either. It's a problem. No, it's not. I said it's been going on eight years with this crap. Eight years. Different coaches, too. Different coaches, different receivers. Yeah. I'm curious curious as to what happened to uh, 08. You go, 08, we didn't do that the year we won the division the first year. And then then everyone after that. I'm just curious where you're going from. I don't know. Even that, that we weren't great after that either. I know, I know. I guess they should just shut up and take the compliment. You know, you know, the only time they hit the runner in stride was Greg Camarillo when we were one and fifteen. That was the only time yeah. they hit a guy in stride. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. I, that that's true. Two thousand seven, that Camarillo pass was in stride. Yeah. But what's the last time you saw? What was the last time you saw one of our guys like you know run a fly pattern, catch the ball, and go into the end zone? I mean, it was last year with Stills. Okay, yeah. yeah, and even the Stills ones seemed like they were, you know, not in stride, but he had beat the guy well, by so much. He, yeah, he could stop and then just kind of go in. Uh, yeah, not much. I mean, the Wallace episode, <laughs> there was not one I remember there. And, uh, yeah, it just seems to be, you know, the case where um, – and I think that's a big part of why, you know, you're not getting any yardage after the fact. So uh, something that, you know – to certainly be considered uh, when you when you look at this whole situation. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think that those are problems that you're not going to iron out now, and, you know, you'll see what the future <laughs> no? brings. But, no, I don't think so. Nope. Nope. I think that you're going to have to just move on from what you have and hope that the Dolphins' offense can have the same kind of uh, – I guess success that they had at the very end of the Raider game, just continue it on. But what, what, what's your feeling on this running back by committee now? I mean, I thought Damian Williams looked decent, but I don't think, I, I, you know, I think he's so much better. If you know, you know my feeling on running any any position by committee means that you don't have anybody good enough to start. So right. you have two mediocre guys in the same position. That's like yeah. that in baseball. If you don't have a third outfielder, that means you have a third and fourth outfielder, and they platoon, that means both of them aren't that good. And you're playing one, you're alternating them day by day. So a running well, back guy committed to me is neither one is good enough to start. So we're going to use both. 
Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I think that Damian Williams, is he can be a special player. I think you've even said it. He's He's got that special knack. That he's he got that nose for the end zone, nose for a first down. But, again, I, you know, we had a number one running back, but, you know, now we have a fourth-round pick from a team that's yeah. going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. We Yeah, we, we mentioned in the beginning, yeah, and that's the team maybe that would show up in the NFC to contend with the Patriots. But when push comes to shove, I don't think either one of us are that confident that that will actually end that way. But we'll see. <laughs> Rino, yeah, breaking but, uh, news tonight, by the way. Did you see the breaking uh-oh. news? No, the Seahawks signed Byron Maxwell <laughs> to replace Richard Jefferson. <laughs> now, you know, isn't that crazy? Like, you got these guys, right? And and uh, and, and we were talking about the Seahawks game. We both acknowledged who had the sack. So I guess we'll talk a little bit about that. But, yes, Deion Jordan, the, the Deion Jordan, the one that has yeah. been suspended basically uh, since he's been – Drafted by the Miami Dolphins in their draft coup, where they moved up to the number yeah, third well, pick in the draft. Let's not forget about that one. Third pick in the draft. Yeah, right. And uh, and now he is he, he is back on the football field after years and years of suspension, and he has a sack on national TV. We we, we get and, to and watch that. The man's that. suspended for PEDs, and I've never seen him bigger in my life. Yeah, he did look pretty big. He and, looks you know, like he was going to come out with a cape on for the WWE. <laughs> That's he how big he was. Big. I mean, I'm not going to speculate how he got that big, but he did look pretty big. He certainly did. Um, you know, why do you see so many of these players, and I'm not just talking about Deion Jordan, but why do you see so many of these players leave our system and have so much success <laughs> in other places? Well, Deion Jordan, look, I would have cut him too. I mean, enough is enough with this yeah, guy. I agree, I mean, agree. I'm not really know? talking about him. I'm just talking in general. Yeah. You see it all the time. He should have been charged with grand larceny. There's a yeah. There's at least three or four every year that you see. And if they don't no, go to New has- England, they'll go – why is that? Is it just that the other systems are so much better, or are guys that play on good teams shine? I, what, what is it? It's all of those above, and you know we're not a good organization. I don't, I don't think we could, you know, sense talent if it came up and bit him in the ass, you know. So, you know, I think they're very bad about evaluating talent. I think they're bad about evaluating what what players should be doing on the field. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of shortcomings in this organization. You know, you can see that in our drafts. Our drafts don't really amount to much. You know, I don't think they're good about evaluating talent. And then once they get talent, they don't know what to do with it. Drafts drafts have been terrible. We've talked about that, you know, uh, many, many times. But now what happens here? I mean, you're going to see Maxwell now. I think you're going to see him perform fairly well. I think he's going to be in a system that's physical, which he likes. And, well, uh, I don't know I, if he's going to be starting. I, I, I'm, I'm, don't you think Jefferson's got to have a backup? I'm, I would sure. I'm sure he's going to start. You're talking about Sherman? She's saying Jefferson. Sherman, 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 right? Sherman right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, Jefferson. yeah, of course. <laughs> of, of course he's got a backup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, of course he's got a backup. Yeah, of course he's got yeah. a backup, but you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean you know that he's not going to be in there quite a bit, and then who knows, you know, from there what what happens. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's the kind of thing where, um, yeah, I still think you know these guys tend to go places and seem to perform so much better. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see, but I don't ever see that come the opposite way. It seems like whenever we pick up a guy from another team that's had success, we end their career. 
Yeah, we pretty much do. We resurrect careers and we end careers. We resurrect yeah. teams. We don't resurrect them for us, though. We resurrect them for Orleans. somebody else. We, we yeah. actually, it's like a little, we let them out of prison, and they do great. <laughs> yeah. Well, the New Orleans Saints haven't missed a beat since they played us. They've, we've awoken no. a giant there. They've been an, uh, amazing, you know. Uh, best that they've been in a long, long time. How, you their know? defense looks insane. That's the crazy yeah. part. Their defense looks but, really good. Well, this league is just really – it's lackluster in well, so many Well, that's what's so areas. disheartening. The league stinks and we're horrible. Just like we, we're in the bottom well, rung of it. Well, you know, like this yeah, is yeah, a perfect yeah. opportunity to do something, you know, to build on last but, year, and we're but, laying a but, big, giant freaking egg, you know? We kind of are, but it's not. But you, uh, there's so many worse teams that you always overlook. I mean, look at the Giants, Rich, right in your backyard. Yeah, oh, I got you. No, I, I understand. Come yeah, but the, you know, but the Giants have them. two Super Bowl rigs in the last ten years. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. The and I had two rings, I'd even be able to live with it. Yeah, you know? I know. I or whatever, it's an off year. I can do. I can live with it. And, and you know what? It'll be good for them to have a bad year because they'll end up replacing Eli Manning and they won't miss a beat. They'll be better again. You know? You know how it's going to work out. And we're still um, in that. We're still in that that lousy treadmill that just keeps going and going and going. You yes, know? I don't know if the Giants are the right example for that, though, because they're a strange team while you're on them. I mean, even the two Super Bowls that they won, they had lousy seasons and snuck in the playoffs and somehow went on runs. So I don't know that they're really going to do that. I, I still don't know how they did what they did, but okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that for the time being. But, you know, I, I think that if you, you know, look at the other teams in there, I mean, the Clevelands, the 49ers, eh, there's a grouping, you know. But, yeah, the Dolphins are not playing. They're not taking advantage of an off year. But are the Patriots really an off year now? I mean, look at them, Rich. They're playing better than they've played. I mean, they don't look like they've missed a beat. No, it's ridiculous. I know. I'm glad. They were running some guy. I never heard him yesterday. How about this running back? Where did he come from? Yeah, no, it's amazing how they continue to do this. I don't understand it. And, you know, I've seen interviews on it, and, you know, but what is it? It's got to be more than, you know, do your job. It's got to be more than telling people to do your job. I can I just don't think that any of these Patriot teams are all time great teams that won these five Super Bowls, and I'll never believe they were. I just don't understand the whole thing. I don't know how they're good year after year. I mean, we definitely do them a, a favor by being so bad and this division being so bad that they're they're in, they're in a perfect situation right now where they can just glide through the regular season, win the division, and you know, basically most of the time they have home field advantage throughout. Yeah, you know, I think I mean, that has a lot that. to do with it. But I I don't you're gonna ask me why they're so good I don't know because I don't see them being that good I don't understand how they do it they do it with mirrors I mean I don't think they were the best team in football last year they shouldn't have won that game no but well but the success rate is is immeasurable oh, I don't know I don't like that like those Niners teams from the 80s I think. That was a great team. Those were great teams. I mean, you understood that. I didn't have a. I, I hated them, but I understood why they were so good. It was easy to see. This team, I don't get it. 
I've went through all the different things. I mean, you know, I get the whole yeah. system and you do your job, but it's, it's more than just telling a guy, just do your job. And then I used to think it was the, the surrounding people, the the coaches around the guy, right? And I said, you know, uh, okay, well, he's got, he's got yeah. Charlie Weiss, you know, and, and uh, Romeo Cunell and all these guys. And then they leave and they don't miss a beat. And then I said, well, they got, you know, Josh McDaniel and then blah, 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 blah. Then he leaves, they don't miss a beat. And then, you know, that now Matt Patricia. Who's Matt Patricia? Now all of a sudden Matt Patricia you, you know, this this top guru in yeah. defense. Who who is he? It's like they all I, no matter who it is, they're interchangeable parts. Only two parts stay steady. And everything else did you, changes. Did you, uh, did and you see that thirty for thirty they're coming up with? The two bills? No. Parcells and uh, Belichick. And, oh uh, no, this one should be good. And they I have said, some info they on said that. that yeah. They said that the uh the falling out the two had was when Belichick was the assistant to Parcells in New York. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, I know the story. I was telling you this about Charlie Weiss and all that. How uh, he was talking about, you know, behind their back, he was putting on the record. But go ahead, tell tell me what you got. No, this this is a this is during the game. Belichick called for a blitz, and Parcells didn't agree with it, and he overruled Parcells, and he blitzed, and it worked. And through the microphone. Belichick heard this. Yeah, okay, Bill, you're an effing genius. That's how. That's why you were such a effing failure as a head coach. Yeah, you're a genius. <laughs> and that's when their relationship went south. <laughs> Parcell said that about Belichick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said it through the microphone, you know, through the through the thing, like you know, the sack work. Yeah, okay, you're a genius. Yeah, he's a genius. That's why he was such a great effing head coach. <laughs> right, and apparently. <laughs> What went on behind there uh, when when he was going to take over and Parcells wanted to remain like uh, go to the front office and stay in charge and he had made some derogatory comments but he had also they say had uh, crossed the line and he had said some stuff um, basically where he was threatening um, Belichick and and and, and uh, other I guess teams or whatever and what happened was when that all went down uh, they actually the league had brought them in and there was a court here and stuff. There was lawsuits and that that he wasn't entitled to go, and they brought that up, and that he uh, and Charlie Weiss apparently testified against Parcells, and that's what I was telling you really? earlier that that uh, you know that he had said that he had testified against him, and I wasn't sure what it was. It was about the Jets and whatever went on in that whole Belichick resigning, you know, taking the job for 48 hours, and and so that's where that relationship went sour. And of course, Charlie Weiss went up to New England with Belichick. So yeah, this should be very interesting because there's a lot, a real Ooh, lot that went on there. It's you know? a lot worse yeah. than anybody ever thought. Put it like yeah, that. That's a, my point. A lot worse. You know? A lot worse. And and also, you know, you look at the fact that, you know, Bill Belich uh, or or um, Bill Parcells's tree is second to none. It's a phenomenal tree. But the bottom line is that Belichick has surpassed him. It's unarguable. I mean, he has surpassed yeah. him. And you All know, right. you know that's bothering Parcells. Greatly, so this oh, is, yeah. you know, this is going to be, it's going to be very, very interesting to say the least, right? Yeah, I wonder if they're going to bring up his uh, Parcells' failure with the Dolphins. You know, they probably would probably just gloss over that, or probably not even get to that. I don't think that will even be in the mix of the show that you're talking yeah. about. Now, why would that come yeah. up if it's about Bill and Bill? I mean, that's, that's well, because, not really you know, because it was up. parallel with Parcell with Belichick still being a coach in New England, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if you think about, but yeah, but Rich, if you think about that, Parcells will get credit for that because he'll get credit for being the guy 
who basically brought the Wildcat and beat Bill Belichick and won the division. He seems to skate free. Like, if you look at it on paper, you would say, why doesn't he get penalized for not drafting Matt Ryan? You had a franchise quarterback and you had the number one pick, and you didn't take him. And you also didn't take Flacco in that draft, right? So, you know, you think that he would get – but he doesn't because he got the 1-15 and to the 11-5, and and then it just went all the way downhill from there. You know, well, Flacco, too, they could have drafted back into the first round. They could have they could have yeah. traded back into the first round. Still got yeah. him too. They yeah, could have got Long and Flacco. That's what I'm saying. There's no he, question. He, they they yeah. don't. He doesn't get any heat for that, which I think he should. All right, we'll take our yeah. last break. We'll come on back and wrap it up right after this. This is Jake Scott. Listen to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Office Legend Show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, broadcasting you live. We'll bring you right up to the uh, Monday night football game between the Miami Dolphins and the Carolina Panthers, about to start shortly. Uh, Rich, uh, like we said, we've, we've talked about it uh, many times, and this is a game where, you know, they're playing a team. I, I think they show up for it on what level we don't know, um, but, uh, you know, when you look at the mobile quarterback that Cam Newton is, that that's the part of the game that gets me a little bit discouraged. I mean, I could see that really giving the Dolphins some problems. Doesn't it always? Yeah, it does. It does. That's what I'm saying. You know, I, that that type of uh, a quarterback always gives the Dolphins problems. But somehow I think they show up for this game. Yeah, go ahead. Really? I've been waiting for it. I, I think you're looking at like 30, 31 31- – Thirty-one, fourteen, something like that. Yeah, you know what? That's it's funny you said that because um, that I knew you were going thirty-one. When you said thirty-one. I knew fourteen was coming after that. Um, yeah, I mean it, it. It can be like that. Uh, yeah, I hope I'm wrong. It, you know, prove me wrong, guys, sure. but I, I don't see it. 
You know, here's the thing. Like, I, I think I, this. I think this team's going in the wrong direction. I don't see them bouncing back. You know, with, with, with you know, with, with guard coming back and a safety coming back, I don't see this doing anything. You know, you, you gave away your number one running back. I mean, basically, Ajayi was the bright spot of our offense. Even though he wasn't playing as great that he, as he was last year, he was still the bright spot of the offense. You know, where teams had yeah. to like you know line up for that and. I think with Cutler behind center, and now all you got to do is key on him. I don't see this offense doing anything. Yeah, yeah, I understand where you're coming from with those comments. I mean, I think this is a game that they can show up and play. But the bottom line is, if you ask me, can they get the W? Because that's what it comes out to. They just like the Raider game, you know. Like they they play well enough to win, but they don't win. And do I actually see them getting the victory out there? That's what it comes down to. And uh, I'm not sure that I do. Also, I might ask, like on all these press conferences and everything, you know, I I never hear Gase taking any responsibility. So where does that come into the mix here? Like, I mean, at a certain he's point, really starting to aggravate aggravate me because he's got this. He's got this conceited attitude without an accomplishment, you know. Yeah. It's really starting to wear me out with this, with with his, uh, with his one-word answers and his dopey freaking comments. I mean, right. you know, it's getting played out. Well, certainly so without a, 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 a coaching accomplishment, that's for sure. Like you can, you know, obviously. But I gotta be honest with you, his his assistant coaching uh, accomplishments. Uh, what are you gonna go? You gonna give him credit with the Peyton Manning stuff? Why? Because Peyton Manning is such his own guy kind of thing you wanted to say? Yeah, and Peyton Manning closed his own place. I mean, what the hell do you think he was doing there that was so great? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I actually kind of agree with that, and nobody else even talks about that, but he, I think you got a very good point there. You know, it's yeah, yeah, like, like Peyton uh, Manning's taking direction from a 26-year-old guy when he was there, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, you wake up, people. Come on. Yeah, he you seems know? to be over. And then I think that's a good idea, yeah, yeah, what do you think about this? Yeah, I think it's a good idea, Peyton. Yeah, that that was his job. Great. I'm really impressed. And then we and both yeah, said Jay Cutler, the, his six and ten yeah. with Jay Cutler when he resurrected right. Jay Cutler's career. I never understood that that praise either. You know? Right. Like what well, was look, so great he's about been here that? Two years now, right? This is year two. I'm not yeah. impressed. I'm really not. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it, well, you know, yeah. Last year was a very good year for them. I mean, you it can't was take a good that year, away. Were you, were you impressed by this offense? Last year? Yeah. Well, last year, I thought Ryan Tannehill played much better, and uh, I thought it was going in the right direction. But no, I ne- if you're asking me if I ever got the feeling like Don Coryell came in and changed That's what everything I'm talking around, about. Yeah, no, of course. I never got Isn't that Isn't that the same no. boring thing we've seen for three years before that? Yeah. But I thought that Ryan Tannehill was starting to, to play much better, and I thought he had gotten to him a little bit. And, and, and if yeah. anything now, I think Ryan Tannehill, I appreciate him. Well, I always appreciated him, but I, I get the feeling now that more people will appreciate, you know, uh, how how solid this kid was and never really Don't got be so smug. These idiots, if we, if we stick it up the rest of the year, these idiots will be saying we should draft the quarterback, you know? Oh, there's don't no doubt so they will, but, well, yes, but I think that, you know, you don't think that there's people out there now that appreciate Tannehill more than they did? When you say people who, the, the national media? Yeah. No, I, I've been hearing the other the other way all the time. 
that you know even with you know Cutler's not that 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 great, but you know they, let's remember they had Ryan Tannehill. They still don't give him any credit. Yeah. How about Dolphin fans? <laughs> no <Yeah>. comment. <laughs> boy, simple as that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right, Miami Dolphins, Carolina Panthers, Monday Night Football. We'll see you next week, and hopefully, uh, well, uh, we'll see you next week, and we'll have two games to talk about. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Catch us on iTunes. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a break.